Each week, I hope this podcast gives you a boost, empowers you to be your best self. And I was so drawn to working with Mighty Meals. Their mission starts with empowering you to live healthier lives. I love that Mighty Meals is a convenient, healthy meal delivery service made with locally sourced ingredients by chefs. If you're in the DMV, D.C., Maryland, and Virginia, for those outside the DMV, then head to eatmightymeals.com slash yourgoodnews for a special offer of $25 off for purchases of $75 or more. And don't worry, if you're outside of the DMV, they are expanding soon. Hi, and welcome to the Your Good News Podcast with me, your host, Katherine Getty. Each Thursday, I'll give you the scoop on the good news coming out of Washington and how you can get involved with this thing called democracy. Welcome back to another episode of the Your Good News Podcast and a belated Happy New Year. I'm energized and excited to share a weekly dose of the good that's coming out of Washington And I'll continue to be here each week identifying the trends, sharing a peek behind the curtain, and filling you in with the context you won't see on the news. Busy, busy week because on Tuesday, January 3rd, just two days ago, if you're listening to this in real time, the 118th session of Congress started. And as a reminder, Republicans are now in charge of the House flipping from Dem control of the previous Congress, and Dems retained control of the Senate. The House returned this week, and the Senate will return next week. So let's take a look at what's happening in the House. As I record this uh, on Wednesday morning, it has been a historic uh, uh, couple days. It's really interesting to see kind of the speaker vote. Typically, it is a very important part of the process, but it happens and kind of moves on, and no one ever really realized that there's actually a vote on the House floor. But everyone's eyes were glued to watching the House floor yesterday because three votes for speaker occurred and no one was elected. As a reminder, talked in previous episodes, because Republicans are in charge of Congress, they were able to designate their speaker. And this was going to be, it was a conference-wide vote. It was basically this is who we are going to put up for speaker in January, and this happened back in November. What has happened over the last couple of days is that you'll see about 20 members of the Republican conference in the House are not voting for Kevin McCarthy. It's a really interesting dynamic because, you know, Representative McCarthy really kind of tried to find common ground with these members, and I think the hardest part that I'm seeing is you really don't know what they want. Um, They keep saying, we want this or we want that. And so it's kind of hard to negotiate with a moving goalpost. And so I think Congressman McCarthy is kind of in a really tough position. The first few votes, you know, most of the GOP conference, nearly 200 members, all voted like they had voted in November for Leader McCarthy. And it was those 20 members who were voting for different members uh, kind of muddying the waters. It happened where the first vote happened, the second vote happened, the third vote happened, and then they actually adjourned. Because by House rules, you can either vote for a speaker on the first day of a Congress, or you can adjourn. Until you vote on a speaker, no other business in the House can occur. So this is slowing down so many different things from 
committees being stood up to bills hitting the floor to, you know, and maybe I should have mentioned this first, members actually being sworn in. So as of Wednesday morning when I'm recording this, there is no House of Representatives because the 117th Congress ended at 12 noon on Tuesday, January 3rd. The 118th started. And because there's no speaker to swear in the new members, there is no Congress, which is a very interesting, interesting dynamic. The last time a speaker's vote has gone to three ballots is 1856. So it constantly feels like we're living in historic times. And yet again, on the House floor, we witnessed it yesterday. I'll continue to keep you updated on what's happening when we do have a speaker. Hopefully when this is released on Thursday, you will already know who that speaker is, but this will give you some context to what was happening behind the scenes. So let's transition a bit. And as members continue to settle into Congress, I want to dive into the context of what these next couple years may look like and what the issues that Congress may deal with. So a session of Congress runs for two years, and folks in Washington call an odd year, so 2023, the off year, and an even year, so 2024, as an on year. Off year basically means it's a year without an election. Often off years are bigger legislatively, given that folks aren't at each other's throats, the campaign ads haven't started, people are really able to think about, okay, what policy-wise do I want to ensure my constituents are seeing getting done in Washington? And I lay out those dynamics because I think it really can paint a picture of what's going to happen, potentially could happen in 2023. So what are some things that Congress is going to need to work on? First, government funding. At a basic level, you know, we've been witnessing this over the last few weeks. Congress is going to have to work together to pass the next annual spending bill or risk a government shutdown. Pretty fundamental. Let's see what happens. Inflation. You know, Republicans and Democrats may also be able to work on inflation, but Both parties have really disparate views on how that needs to be addressed. So GOP is largely going to talk about reducing spending, and Democrats have continued to push social social spending programs like the child tax credit to help American families. So, you know, I heard this quote of, we may not agree on the prescription, but we can agree on the diagnosis. Maybe inflation is one of those areas where they can agree on the problem They're just going to have to figure out what that prescription is. I think we're going to see a lot of oversight in 2023. Once we do have a speaker, Republicans in the House are going to turn to oversight. You can expect topics of COVID-19, may that be origins or how it's been handled by the Biden administration, as well as the southern border to be some of those top first issues. And I also, and this is one that I'm really passionate about, mental health. I think we've all seen how COVID-19 exacerbated the nation's mental health crisis. And I think there's going to be an impetus for lawmakers of both parties in providing additional coverage, support, resources for mental health and addiction. There's also some bills that are going to be some of the provisions expire. So bills, when Congress passes a bill, sometimes it sunsets in five years, meaning it kind of ends in five years. And that's when a Congress can choose to reauthorize it or maybe tweak it. So some mental health programs are going to be expiring this year. And so hopefully that's an area of bipartisan support that people can work on. 
So that's it for today. It's a real quick episode. I wish I had more information on what was happening in Washington, but Lord, I don't think anyone knows. Thank you for joining today's episode of the Or Good News Podcast. If you haven't already, go ahead and hit subscribe. So weekly an episode of what's happening in Washington, what good is trying to happen in Washington. Thanks for joining today. Please reach out to me. I'm on Instagram at Katherine Getty. And as always, tune in next week to another episode of the Your Good News Podcast.